Here we go. Hey, girl. You just tuned into the Britney Smith Podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So... Thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Britney Smith Podcast. I am your host, Brittany N. Smith, and I have my new friend, Lauren Roscoe. She's all the way in Sussex, England, and we are going to talk about something that really is a reoccurring theme on this show because we as women, we can be so much in our heads um, that we prevent ourselves from moving forward. So we're going to talk about some of those limiting beliefs today um, that keep us from being amazing, keep us from being great, keep us from doing all the things that are in our heart to do as entrepreneurs, as moms, as wives, as leaders in organizations, as all the things. And so Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's nice yeah. to be here. Awesome. Awesome. So Lauren, tell us who you are in your own words, what you do and why you're qualified to share with us today. Okay. So as you've said, my name is Lauren. I am from Sussex in England. I have two kids. Well, just turned well, 18 and 14 now, so um, <laughs> not so little anymore. Um, but yeah, I'm a coach, author and speaker. And my ministry is called Mindful of Christ. And so I think the, the clue is in, in the title there. Yeah. It's a lot about mindset our focus what we are looking at um and turning it back around to him so I talk about faith have bible studies mindset and purpose as well so that's it in a nutshell <laughs> awesome awesome no that's great and so tell us what what's your favorite thing about what you do in your your ministry and your business Oh, it's got to be when clients or listeners or someone has come and said, thank you. Um, and they've turned around and said, oh, that's been really helpful. This is what you've said. X, Y and Z has really helped me in. X, yeah, y, and Z. yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> really helping helping other people break those chains and turn those mindsets around and really live in the purpose that God has for them so that that's my passion because I went through that and now that is why I do what I do to help other people get to that point too so yeah when they said say that that's what's happened then it's just like Yay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 that aha moment that our clients get. And really it lets us know that what we're doing 
is helping someone. It lets us know that we're not just aimlessly, you know, doing random things, but that what we're doing has has value, that it matters, um, and that we're making a difference in the world. So I could I can definitely relate to that being one of the highlights of what you do is is being present when your client gets that yes that moment. <laughs> Um, for sure. Okay. So um, tell us a little bit in terms of like your backstory, what role has faith played in your becoming a coach and where you are today? Everything, <laughs> literally everything. It wasn't my plan at all. None of this was my plan. Um, so it began, the whole ministry began with, with blogging and that was just when I first started coming out of the depression. I wasn't out of it. God had told me he wanted me to start writing and he wanted me to write about mental health and faith and help and encourage other people. And he actually said, I want you to blog. And at that point, I didn't even know what blogging was myself. <laughs> and I had to do some research, find out. And I I battled with him for a little while and it was the same with the coaching. Well, I didn't battle so much with the coaching. I, I learned over the years, I'd learned <laughs> not to argue when he asks you to do something because <laughs> he has a plan and he has a purpose for us. And well, that, that scripture right there, Jeremiah 29, 11, there was, there was a day when I was crying out to him because I was, I was so, I was ill. And because of the illness and the condition I had, I became depressed and was self-harming. And I, one day, this was like one of the days that I'd called out to him. I was like, help me, Lord, what is the point in all this? And he said, he goes, 20, Jeremiah 29, 11. I looked it up and it says, I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And he has that for all of his children. And it's funny because I remember scoffing. I was like, how? I'm in bed. I can't leave the house on my own. How is that possible? But as the over the years went on, it unraveled what his purpose was. So <laughs> published the first book. And from the first book, he asked me to do one-to-ones. So to answer your question... Um, I was in the middle of a prayer meeting and he said, I want you to do one-to-ones. It was almost audible. And I was like, whoa, I'm praying about something else, but let me write that down and I'll get back to you. And and I did. And I pushed it a few doors and, well, they remained closed. And then the coaching came along and it just it just blew open. And so it, it was his plan and not mine. Um yeah, I, I wanted to go into adult social care. I'd just finished my degree, which I'd done long distance. I'd spent six long years doing open university. Mm. I was going to, I wanted to do adult social care. Yeah. Then I became ill again and I couldn't, and it, it, this was a complete. Yeah, no, I, I love, <laughs> yeah, no, I love how, um, you know, his plan is definitely not our plan. 
Um, and you know, like you said, well, how, how is this all going to come together? He already has it figured out. Right. Um, and so many of us who are in entrepreneurship now did not see entrepreneurship when we were planning our own lives. Right. Like when we, you know, were getting ready to go to college and it was like, well, this is, this is the direction I want to go. And it's almost like God sits back and chuckles like, ha, yeah, you go ahead. You can try that, but I have this for you. Um, um, and so it really, it really he allows us to go on this journey, right, of discovery. Um, and one of the things that I'm very clear about is that he does not waste any experience at all. Um, you know, you wanted to go into adult social care, right? Like, well, you're still in a way caring for adults. It's just in a different way. Right. Um, and so you're, you know, you're equipping them with how they can move on and take care of themselves, right. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So he, he, he took what you wanted to do and really like kind of plugged it into his plan. Like he knew every step of the way. And that always encourages me because whenever I feel like I'm kind of just spinning my wheels, I'm like, okay, I know that this is not for nothing. I know he's, we're going to use this experience later down the line somewhere. And so sometimes I need to use that to encourage myself because I'm like, Lord, this does not look like the wealth that you have spoken over me. This does not look like the speaking platforms that you've shown me. This does not look like the home that you said I was going to live in. And he's like, there's seed, there's time and there's harvest. You know, so many of us are living in the time piece and we're just waiting for the harvest. So, um, no, so this is this is good. Um, so so talk to us a little bit about some of the limiting beliefs that may have developed while you were in between school and trying to figure out what you were supposed to be doing and you were dealing with sickness. Talk, talk to us about some of the limiting beliefs that may have formed in those times in your life. Oh, gosh, I. I was a mess. Um, <laughs> I f- thought that I was a burden. I, I was a burden on my kids. Well, I was, <laughs> in fairness, um, that they were looking after me. I was a single mum. At the age of 14, my daughter was looking after me. So I felt like a burden. I felt like I was a useless mother. I thought that I was useless in general, that there was nothing that I could do. I I couldn't do anything um I felt like I wasn't loved just generally feeling sorry for myself (laughs) I was just like I was in that space where I was just so absorbed with my illness and my condition nothing else I didn't have much room for anything else and yeah it was it it held me back well, clearly, um, it, it it held me back. And they, that's just some of the limiting beliefs that I experienced at the time. Wow. Yeah. And I think that even uh, for many of us who are listening right now, or many of, of those who are listening can identify with some of those thoughts, right? Like when we feel like we're failing, we feel like a burden. When we feel like when, you know, when we're sick or we're going through personally, um, we feel weird, you know, having to look to other people to take care of us, especially your children and people in your family. It's like, you feel 
like that burden that you talked about. And I know that many of us can identify with that. We don't like asking for help as it is. You know, we don't like being supported as it is because normally we're the supporters. We're the ones helping and lifting and serving and caring. Um, and so when we find ourselves on the other side of that, we don't know what to do with ourselves. Um, so I know that that many of us can identify with that. So talk to us then about some of the aha moments that you had that helped you to undo those limiting beliefs. Um, well, there's uh, some pivotal moments in, in my story over the last, well, it all, the whole beginning of this started with those pivotal moments. Um, one of them was when God gave me Jeremiah 29.11, because uh, like I said, I, I scoffed to start off with, but the more I read it and the more I rebuilt my relationship with him see see that was a key that was a pivotal moment um it was a couple of years ago two or three years ago now new year's it was just coming up to new year's and i i had been depressed for a long time and i i was fed up i was fed up of feeling the way I was feeling and like you said it was that that whole control thing and wanting and needing to be in control that was a massive thing for me and I had no idea but I'd started journaling so um that and I continue to do so now because it was just incredible I recommend anyone to journal anyone listening who doesn't journal I recommend it because since that resubmission to God I started journaling at the same time and through, so it's, if I've read back over the last however many years, I can see a clear journey of that resubmission to God, that surrendering every part of my life to him. So, and the big thing for me was, was the condition that I had and those limiting thoughts that I had. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to feel like this anymore was one of them. And the other thing was, I, I, I clearly can't be in control of this. There's, there's nothing I can do. And that's where the self-harming came in. In hindsight, I can see because that was something I could be in control of. And so I decided to give it to him. I, I was done being in my own space in my head. And I was done needing that control clutching at straws whatever and I decided to give it to him so not just some of the areas of my life which I had been a Christian at this point for 15 years I became a born-again Christian that long ago and I had a relationship with him and it was fine but fine's not good enough he wants more of us he he wants all of us and right. it talks about prayer and repetition and coming to him and giving him all of our worries talking to him and praying and giving to him through all circumstances not just some parts of our life but everything and so that was a massive pivotal moment for me and I made I had to, yes, I prayed. Yes, I had read the Bible. Yes, I had a relationship with him. But at that point, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. Right. And I had to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. And it was, that's where 
the whole mindful of Christ came in. It was like, what is our mind full of? For me, my mind was full of self negativity, limiting beliefs, my condition. Um, and it was like, no, I'm going to turn my focus onto him. And so that's exactly what I did. Uh, I set the alarm every morning, had that time in prayer, had that time reading the Bible. And it's, yeah, I'm just going on now. But um, <laughs> Dr. Caroline Leaf says it takes 62 days to create new habits and new um like neuro pathways in yeah. our minds so right. we can have we can have our thoughts we can be stuck in our thoughts can't we yeah. and we can think well that's me that's the way I think but we can change that you can always change it and that was another thing Romans 12 2 says be transformed by the renewing of your mind yeah and that was another scripture and that's the same for everyone we can be transformed by the renewing of our minds and he can help us do that so yeah sorry I went off on one (laughs) no no no, it's okay because I believe that somebody is needing to hear all the bits of your journey into climbing out of that hole um one of the things that I'm hearing you say is that really you need to control the controllables which is almost nothing (laughs) um you know in order to limit something in order to yeah in order to be able to limit something you have to have control over it right and so when you thought you had control over yourself that's when you were able to limit yourself, right? But then when you said, oh no, the control is not mine, it's his, he was able to take those limits off. That's the first thing. The other thing that I really hear you saying at the end of the day is that we have to make a decision in terms of what we want to do, how we want to live, who we want to be, how we want to parent, all the things that we desire, all the things that are in our heart. We have to simply make a decision and then prioritize that decision and then work at that decision every single day until it does become a new neural pathway. Um, And it's hard. It's hard. Ladies who are listening, I don't want you listening to this as if we're just saying, oh, just change. Oh, just be different. It is hard. It is tremendously difficult, especially when you have been doing things a certain way for so long, especially when not only have you been doing things a certain way, but you're surrounded by people, places, and things that reinforce the old way of doing things. Many of us are stuck in a place one, because we believe that that's where we belong, but two, because the people around us say, yeah, you belong there. And so when you finally wake up and say, oh, I really belong over there, you better believe that there's going to be some challenge and there's going to be some fight. Um, the Bible talks about there being a, uh, an effectual fervent door that's open to us, but it's surrounded by many adversaries. So you can even see the door. It could be right there in front of you, but you better believe there's going to be there's going to be a fight to get through that door. But the good thing is, the good news is, is that when we fight with Christ on our side, we will always win. Mm. So you will make it through the door. You have to fight, but you're going to fight knowing that Christ is going to win through you. Right. And so it's, it's, it's challenging. It is very challenging. Um, And so Ladies, I want to encourage you. There's an exercise that um, I hear a lot of people have done is writing down those limiting beliefs, writing them down. It's too hard. I'm too dumb. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough support. I'm never going to make it. 
And then on the opposite side of that page, writing the opposite thing, writing the winning thought, writing the the victorious beliefs down, and then start to say those things. And if you are a believer, if you are familiar with the word, connect those winning thoughts to scripture, right? Mm-hmm. And and sh- and it'll show you in the word that there's nothing impossible for God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. You can connect those, um, there's, there's always a scripture that's going to counteract the limiting belief that you've given yourself. Um, and so that's another way that you can really work through until those limiting beliefs start to dissipate. Um, and then Laura, Lauren, you also mentioned journaling. Um, that's another thing I, I want to journal. I really want to, and I love, collecting journals. I have plenty of books with lines in them and like pretty journals. I'm just a sucker for them. I just collect them. Um, I just don't, I'm not as consistent as I would like to be (laughs) with the journaling. But when I do release and just write out what's on the inside, it does help. It is therapeutic. Um, and, And again, ladies, that the limiting beliefs are really about the conversation that you have with yourself. That's it. It's the conversation that you have with yourself. And so Lauren, tell us um, what you have for us. If there is a freebie, if there's a product, if there's a story or or a book rather um, that we can take advantage of today to kind of help us attack these limiting beliefs. Um, What is it and how do we get it? (laughs) Oh my gosh, all of the above. (laughs) You can have it all. (laughs) Um, Specifically, though, um, so if you pop on my website, www.mindfulofchrist.net, um, I have Christian based cognitive behavioral therapy. It's a book and a course. Um, I have a free affirmations poster, which I can give to you um, to pop in the link. So, this biblical affirmations poster, so basically similar to what you said, but you, using scripture helps you with your identity so you've got i am wonderfully made Mm -hmm. i can do all things through him Mm -hmm. and there's a whole list of who god says you are these affirmations which you can print out and stick on your wall and repeat every day um i will give you that as well awesome um i have a new book coming out well it's actually an event so it's an in-person event so if any listeners are in the south of England then come over to Victoria Baptist Church in Eastbourne I'm hosting a 10 to an event 10 to 3 on the 17th of September next week Um, and the book is launching as well for those who aren't in the area or who who are in the area as well <laughs> have both um so yeah the ebook is available to pre-order now um 99p and that is talking about breaking chains so breaking chains of beliefs and behaviors and anything else that is restricting you from living in the freedom the peace the love the joy that god has for everyone and we're going to be talking about the four P's. So I'm not going to give too much away. Um, but in that is perception. One of them is perception. And it's talking about 
how we perceive a ourselves b life and c god mm-hmm. so that there, there are lots of different things i can go into now yeah yeah um, sure but yeah no have a look have a look at the book have a look at the event and yeah i'll give you the link for your audience Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren. Ladies, make sure you check out mindfulofchrist.net, not.com, .net, um, and see all the things that Lauren has going on. If you are going to be in the South of England next weekend, (laughs) make sure you check her out. Um, And yeah, you have to make a decision, ladies, on how you're going to move forward. And sometimes that requires you and God to smash through the limiting beliefs that you have placed on yourself because he already sees you in your perfected state. He already sees you as precious. He already sees you as loved. He already sees you as valuable. And so our goal from this conversation is to reconnect you with how he sees you and you for, for you to live your life from that place. Um, so Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. Ladies, we will see you next week with another episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl, I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.